John is awake. Yeah, I'm trying to manufacture some energy here, buds. Oh, I should have waited to do that. Crack open a Diet Coke and listen to the most mediocre podcast ever. <laughs> we're not we're not bad enough to be the worst. No. But we're not we're good enough to be okay. No, we are we are mid card at best. We're the Divas Battle Royal at WrestleMania. We're too good to get booked on Talking Shop of Mania, but not good enough to work for the E. Yeah, we're not going to New York anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of which, why don't we just talk about Talking Shop of Mania? Because we all watched that this weekend. Yeah, we did. I. Uh, all right. So where do we where do we go? Uh, the Nature Boy uh, Paul E is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> Well, that was just a headlock, right? <laughs> he, he was doing it in the pool. <laughs> um, woo! woo. His, his, I followed him on Twitter. His Twitter line is, you can woo at me, just don't boo at me. <laughs> um, he looks like um, Playboy Buddy Rose, Greg the Hammer Valentine. He looks like every fat blonde guy that isn't Ric Flair. He, he, I was going to say, he looks like if Ric Flair's final WWE run, he just ate exclusively at Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> and didn't fucking... He looks like all of his action figures. <laughs> he looks like he looks like Ric Flair at WCW vs. NWO World Tour. Yes. <laughs> um, Hawkins and, and Heath all over it. Yeah, you guys watching this? Oh, we're watching everything. <laughs> sitting in lawn chairs, watching them. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. What What are your thoughts on it? I love the book. I was gonna say, just we have uh, to- analyzing this too much is definitely against what it stands for. So I don't want to no, go too deep an- into it. But I'm not analyzing anything. I'm just talking about like some of the stuff that popped me. Uh, we have to append our uh, Ron Reese. Uh, I know. <laughs> I bet you said I would have forgot about it if you didn't just say that. He, uh, Ron Reese showed up as the Yeti, and then he was Ron Reese again because he showed up as the wrong gimmick, so he took the toilet paper off. But he still had a little bit on him when he was coming out, and he, he did the uh, the hump to the ring post. Ron Reese looks like uh, people I'm related to. <laughs> like He's got like the saggy gut now. Yeah. He's an older man now. It's not. It's not ninety eight anymore. Uh, Lodi looks like he's fucking giving blowjobs in some fucking bathrooms right now too. Yeah, maybe he is. I mean, he, good for him. Uh-oh. He's a. He looks like he's on the gas, brother. Yeah, you know. Gotta love he's gonna, it. He's he's gonna work a strongman gimmick. Gonna shave his head, grow a handlebar mustache. <laughs> uh, send him up to Vince. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I like how we're quoting Gallows while we're talking about talking shop of mania. <laughs> it's like the wings of an eagle. Uh, uh, I want Chad Too Bad's gear. I like that they had to get gear made for the show. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed the Boner Yard match because of all the cursing. The, the Boner Yard match is like the only thing to really take away from this. Yeah, I mean, like everything else was just a joke anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's a little bit that led up, like like the Roy Fox thing, ended up leading up to being a part of the Boner Yard match. Yeah, is good. You can tell that Hawkins actually doesn't like him. <laughs> uh, the the um, Enzo's table bump was prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We Ric Flair face flop through it. I'm trying to think of like things that popped me. 
Uh, the, my favorite thing in the match was uh, Chad was like, I'm going to burn you. He's like, don't fucking burn me. And then he's like, ah, I'm just ripping old school. <laughs> he's like, I told you I was going to bury you alive. And I told you I was fucking sorry. <laughs> they did the Brock Undertaker spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gallows punches the hearse and uh, he's like, oh, fuck! He said something hilarious. I forget the line he said. Taker's tough! He's, he's Taker's tough! I couldn't break you! <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, fiddle on a stick! <laughs> he said something hilarious there. I like how um, we also own that now. Yes. So, so, like, I, so I could watch it whenever. So I've definitely there, watched it four times. I have it on my phone whenever I want to for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've definitely watched it four times now. I haven't watched it again yet. Uh, you, you definitely should. You'll pick up on some extra stuff that you missed. Because uh, we were watching like some of the phone volume was like detracting from some of the lines that I heard. Like when, when the Bucks and uh, Gallows and Anderson were talking in the hotel room, uh, uh, Anderson was like, you know, Gallus, it's like you just say when you get drunk, Bullet Club changed the business. And then Nick Jackson's like, nah, nah, it's the Young Bucks. The Young Bucks changed the business. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, he's like half merch freak during the entire thing, too. Like, he's yeah, got but, that, like, th- he's got that stare. He's, he was doing that, like, super cocky jerk off thing that he used to do. Man, <laughs> it moves so long, I don't even remember. <sighs> But yeah, Taco Chopamania was definitely worth the fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, I've, that's like the cheapest thing I bought all day. <laughs> uh, definitely order it if you haven't yet. It's it's probably one of the better uh, cinematic matches too. Maybe like maybe like a two or a three. As is, like a ranked two or three. Yes, if we append our rankings. I would, I, mean, I would put Taco Chopamania, the Boneyard match, way up there. I guess I, I guess I have to watch it again. Yeah, it's just <laughs> hilarious. Um, I, I I was laughing pretty much the entire way through. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just done watching WWE. So, <laughs> yeah, these me too. The, these are the only cinematic matches that matter. Well, thankfully, the NHL, NBA, and MLB are all back right now. So I'm like, oh, this is shit to watch. We'll see if the MLB is still around by the time this episode comes out. Yeah, the Cardinals had a outbreak today. Uh, yeah, they've been having that since Sunday. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, so their their four game series was canceled. Um, Rob, Rob Manfred's like he's pretty much said, "Pull it together," or we'll have to I cancel mean, it. I mean, like it, it's like I don't think there's guys who are like purposely trying to go out and contract coronavirus. But I do think there's sort of, uh, I think in baseball there's probably like an unspoken like level of maybe dickheadery going on. I think this is just tinfoil hat speaking right now. But having, since I know people who play baseball and take baseball very seriously, I know what kind of people they are. And they're generally not good people. So doing the doing the right things at times like this probably isn't too high on their list of things to do for the day like probably like somewhere around the ballpark of drinking orange juice after they brush their teeth that's a throwback <laughs> to last week uh marlins i guess we're going out and getting drunk that's what i mean like uh, that's what i was kind of alluding to like i didn't have any definitive proof but i have a feeling that like there's a lot of like guys just saying whatever i'm invincible i don't believe in this i can do whatever the fuck i want fuck you it's tyranny i'll do what i want and then also they wind up what's gonna wrong. happen what's gonna happen if i don't play like nothing yeah they're, they're not brock holt they don't they can take the year <laughs> off <laughs> brock brock holt deserves to take the year off and brock turner should be forced to play with COVID 19 <laughs> brock turner the swimmer who raped that girl behind the dumpster when she was asleep. Yes. I listened to a thing about the Duke lacrosse team today. <laughs> I kind of remember that happening. They just basically raped a girl. They, no, they, they, um, there was a, there was a, a false one. Oh, all right. All right. I never knew that that was a falsy. Uh, I thought, uh, 
I thought there was a real one in there somewhere. I it might not have been lacrosse, though. I, I thought there was too, but I was wrong. Yeah, you know, these things aren't 100%. Um, so, yeah, did you watch any of the other? I've watched a, a baseball game. I have watched several baseball games, and I'm already like, fuck you, Red Sox. You guys are the drizzling shits. All right, first of all, they scored seven runs against the the Yankees the other night. And I was like, that's really good. This is promising. Their bats are going. And then what does fucking Matt Barnes do? Hangs a curveball to six foot ten Aaron Judge. It's like the guy is fucking as tall as a basketball hoop. Throw in the fucking. He shouldn't be swinging anything above his knees. Because he hits seven hundred and ninety feet. He dude, the the guy is legit like six seven. How do you hang a curveball to a man who is six foot seven? How that's not that's not missing. That is blowing the game. Well, Matt Barnes is a bad pitcher. He is a bad pitcher. If you if you hang a curveball to a guy who's six seven, and he hits it five hundred fucking feet, <laughs> and you lose the game because of it, you are the drizzling shits. I'm sorry. Do you know who would be a better pitcher in that situation than Matt Barnes? Clay Buckholtz. Anybody. I don't care. Chris Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Barnes would probably throw it in the dirt. He probably wouldn't get it to the plate. So it'd yeah. be an improvement. He'd walk him. It's true. Chris, like, Bar- Chris Barnes has a lot of walks in his MLB career. <laughs> Get your car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're 6'5", and, and you're a contact hitter, right? Yeah, I, I slap singles. 6'4". <laughs> so, Aaron Judge is taller than you, and you slap singles, and he's hitting gigantic home runs. Correct. That's that's the biggest problem I have with anything sports related this year uh, is the fact that you hang a like first of all throw a fastball in the fuck at his knees not at his knees but knee level in the strike zone okay do not throw fucking hanging curveballs at his fucking letters so he can drive the ball out of the goddamn stadium because it's pretty much what happened. And that's when I was like, I, I fucking hate you, Red Sox. Have the Red Sox won one game so far? Yeah, they're three and seven. Oh, they've won three? I yeah, knew they, they won. They, they were three and four after their series with the Mets. And I was like, they, if they can get back to 500, they might be in okay shape. But then they lost three in a row to uh, the Yankees. And really, it, they weren't even close until last night when they had a chance. They were tied up. And I was like, oh, this is, this is a, they actually have a chance to pull this one out and go, if they could go, Five and six, or no, four and six. That's not the worst record to have right now when you're going against the best team in the league. You know, that's something you could build around. But three and seven, I'm sorry. You blew it. Like, there's no chance they're doing anything this year. No, of course not. Uh, did you see the Joe Kelly stuff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kelly is a bad man. Do you know who's got some fucking balls? And you know who? This is a two-part. You know who's blank? Joe Kelly's got an awful lot of balls thrown at the Astros because they cheated when he was on the fucking Red Sox with Alex Cora as the manager. <laughs> and also, are Dodgers fans dumb for getting behind Joe? They know he was on the Red Sox that year that they also beat the Dodgers in the World Series, right? Uh, they're well aware. Okay, are they dumb? They're very dumb. They don't care. Like they know that he's Joe Kelly is Mo- their guy now. Joe Kelly and Mookie Betts. Like, we're on the Red Sox that time. And then the same they, thing. The they're going to change for Altuve? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, that's, you know, I don't blame Dodgers fans. They're, it's their guy now. Yeah, they're the Buffalo Bills of MLB. <laughs> Deep cut. They would be the Buffalo Bills, but the Nationals beat them last year, so. Oh, yeah. God Late 80s, early 90s, Buffalo Bills. Who's your favorite player? Oh, uh, fucking. What's his face? Uh, Running back? No, it was uh, the quarterback there, Jim. Jim uh, Kelly? Jim Kelly, thank you, yeah. Not Thurman Thomas? Not Thurman Thomas, no. Andre, maybe uh, Andre maybe Reed? Kicker, 
maybe their kicker who missed the field goal in the Super Bowl. Oh, um, I don't remember his name right now. Me neither. He got cut. He sure did. <laughs> How do you come back to, to to a city that that happened to you? What was the name of the guy that was playing quarterback for the Giants? The year that they beat him. Shit, he's dumb idiot with a mustache. Uh, was it McMahon? No, he was on the he was on the Bears. All right, he's yeah. the one that broke the Patriots' hearts. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> in the first three minutes, yeah. <laughs> he was the one that he was the one that was on the team before they started giving uh, William Perry hand uh, touches at the goal line. No, I don't know who the Giants quarterback Fuck, I'm is. Fuck, I'm not going to remember his name. You'll have to pop in some uh, Techno Super Bowl for that shit, for that information. I don't think he would even be in... He he was filling in for Boomer one year. Oh, all right. Uh, not Boomer. Boomer in Cincinnati? No, uh, Phil Sims. I mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Boomer, Boomer Cincinnati. Uh, oh, how, how do we get here? Blocking we're out. Just, we're just the bucket out, a bucket out. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, have you watched any NBA? None. Uh, it's been awesome. Has it? Yep. Just it's almost like nothing changed, and like the fake crowd that they have involved, it really kind of makes it look like NBA Jam. And I'm just like, this looks kind of awesome. <laughs> they I, uh, don't pump in any fake noise or anything, so it looks right or it sounds right. So I like the fake noise in baseball. I'll say that. I didn't yeah, think I'm that not was a fan gonna, of it. I didn't think that was going to be I feel like I'm in the good, minority, but... minority of the fake crowd noise in baseball. I just think it, it, the idea and the thought of MLB executing something correctly would be so like it was the, the odds of it were not good that everyone's surprised that it was done okay. It's not like super offensive now because I think after the first game they turned it down a little bit, and I think that was my biggest problem is maybe I just had my TV on too loud and it was too noticeable for me. But at low volumes, it's it's totally fine and you barely notice it. Um, I just don't like it personally because I know it's fake. It's it's like if you listen to a live album and you know that crowd isn't real. So it's it's like uh, why would you even do this? It's, it's like, like, that, we, like did you, you guys just get drunk and high one night? You know, <laughs> was Lars really there? Was Lanny Poffo really there? <laughs> I listened to your uh, to the KES album when I was walking around yesterday. Oh yeah, how'd that go? Swimmingly, cool. Then I listened to Dysentery, <laughs> and I don't know what made me think of that. Eh, probably because me and Blue are friends. No, I don't think I had anything to do with that. Maybe you just wanted to listen to some cool guitar music, and then you wanted to listen to some cool heavy music. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Maybe maybe Bandcamp didn't have Without Remorse on it. All right. <laughs> maybe that's it. Who knows? Anything's possible. It's true. Uh, uh, but you, but you should definitely watch some NBA if you no, get around to it. The, uh, um, the the playoffs haven't started yet. They're still doing like the play-in yeah, games right now, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's all seeding, um, so it's not the biggest deal that the Celtics blew their first game back to Milwaukee in the last minute. They were down by like fifteen in the first quarter, and they wound up taking the lead in like the fourth. And it was just a shootout at the end. But then Tatum had a really bad shooting game. He was hustling, but he was he wasn't shooting well at all. So at times when they should have like uh, ditched out to Tice or uh, Brown at the perimeter, like Tatum was trying to force it and he was missing layups. He went like one for like eleven. It was really bad. He was having a Scotty Pippen migraine game. <laughs> yeah, I gotta. They, yeah, find a way to watch that. It. it was it was very good. It was very competitive, and and everyone on the Celtics looked really good. That's what else. Like Hayward, uh, uh, Brown, Tice even looked good. Uh, Marcus Smart is a legit three point threat now. 
<laughs> really? he's, not, he, he's not missing 90% of his shots anymore. He's sinking them. It's it's very exciting to watch. That'd be awesome if Marcus Smart started going like fucking like 60% from three for the rest of the season. He was going somewhere in like the high 40s, I think. I mean, that's still super duper good. Yes. If he, yeah, I mean, if, if Marcus Smart turns into a 40% three-point shooter. I think he already is. I think oh. he's just, he's building on that. He, he was really good the other night. Uh, his defense was solid, um, and his shooting was really good. Was the only bad part was Tatum, and he had a really good game the other night to make up for it. Like, you do, it was just, you know, the nips in that one game. And it wasn't even that big of a deal. Would they play Portland the other night? Yeah. They kicked the shit out of him? Uh, they let up in the gas on them. They were up 24, and then they blew that lead, and they wound up winning by four, I think. Basketball but shit? They, they definitely got up 24, and were like, all right, fuck it. We ain't trying anymore. <laughs> and then Portland came right back and started nailing threes on them, and I was like, ugh. <laughs> try again. <laughs> start, to tr- start to try, and thankfully uh, Jalen Brown came through in the end and started sinking threes, and that was that. But the the NBA, by far the best sport to come back so far. Did you watch any of the hockey? I sure did. <laughs> That's why the NBA is the best. So uh, hockey, the, the hockey presentation's fine. Uh, just the game I watched was very disheartening. Okay. To see to see the Flyers give up a goal to make it two to one, and I'm like, here they come the Bruins. That's what they've done all year. Thirty seconds later, Flyers are back in it and they score again. I'm just like, oh, there goes all that momentum you had, and now you're back down in the hole. And they never dug out of it. Uh, they lost four to one. It's just that, that's also not playoff shit right there yet either, right? It's the round robin. Okay, so it doesn't matter. It kind of does. They're still the best team, but I think they might have given up the number one spot. So yeah, they can they can lose or the number, number one spot. Ju- yeah, they, that's that's probably what it is. Um, but they didn't look good at all. Yeah, they didn't have their best player for almost all of training camp, quote unquote. Yeah, and uh, Tukarask was not playing, so they had Halak in there. Was he too busy listening to power metal? Yeah, he was yeah. <laughs> listening to Fintroll. He, he was on Blabbermouth reading that Alexi Leia was putting children about him back together. Oh, is that real? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I thought I thought you actually read that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was it was such a good joke that it <laughs> seemed real. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I didn't know the children that children of Bodum broke up. I, I don't think they did. Uh, I just haven't heard anything from them in, in forever. Did you ever like that band? I did, yeah. Dude, I, I, I play until, guitar, though, so that's my excuse. Up until Hate Crew Death Roll, I thought that band was awesome. That's that's the album that I, I sort of peaked at their uh, at what they were, and then their next album came out, and I was just kind of like, eh. They were one of those bands that, like, the first time you got to see them, like, holy shit, I just saw Children of Bodom. This fucking rules. And then you saw them every fucking six months for the next ten years. Like, all right, I've had enough of you. Kind of what happened, yeah. Yeah. You just like, I was like, I was like, I always liked Alexi and like the the good guitar playing, but that was I didn't. I, the songs just kind of don't hang with me anymore. Well, they're also like, they're kind of goofy, which is like plays well with me. Yeah. The um. But like I like I like watching a dude on a synth shred. Sure. Yeah. And, and I, like I said, like I like the playing and all. It's just like the songs just. Don't I want to I want to listen to fucking Children of Bodom tomorrow. I'm not gonna remember that. Hopefully, I do remember that, but I'm not going to. I'm not gonna actually listen to Children of Bodom tomorrow. I'm just gonna hope that I did. What time do you usually listen to music? Uh, usually start around six oh one. A.M. Yeah. I'm probably going to be up, so I'm just going to text you. If you text me to do Children of the Bone, I'm like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably put on Follow the Reaper, but... Put on whatever album you want. What are the other ones? I know there's Hate Crew, Death Rule, Follow the Reaper, and... Uh, fuck, I... Uh, God. Who cares? Yeah. Who I gives have nothing to look this up on, and it's been probably... It's been 15 years since I gave a shit, you know? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, no, you shouldn't give a shit. Uh, did you like soil work? No, I never got into soil yeah, work. Yeah, that band sucks. Um, now, now I'm just going to ask you questions about bands that I liked at the same time as Children of Bodom. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, soil work sucks. Uh, what are your thoughts on In Flames? I liked them up until about their 2000. I I think Clayman is the last good thing they put out. How about that? It's, it's their black album. Yeah. It's like if exactly. the New York Knicks put out a black album. And Chris Broderick is basically in that band right now. And it's. They just re recorded that album, too. It's hard for me. It's not good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I guess people are. Bands are re recording older albums so they can own the rights to the masters. So they're ripping off Def Leppard from 10 years ago? Yeah, exactly. Def Leppard like made it like a point to try to make it sound as close to they did before. Yeah. And it, they, did, a, they did a pretty good job, too. Other bands aren't, aren't trying that, though. That's the problem. They're just trying no. to re-record the album now as opposed to what they did then. Yeah, this is, this is, a, this is a 2020 take on it. Like, okay, fucking... I don't know. It's a pretty shitty the, band. The okay. worst example is that was when uh, Sonata Arctica re-recorded Ecliptica. Well, I mean, they're, like, well, especially they stopped being a power metal band. Exactly. And it just, the songs did not sound good at all, in my opinion. I, it sounded like they had no energy playing it. It was like, the, it was almost sound like they were being forced to do it. I never did Sonata Arctica. I never did that band. So uh, they were cool. They had some good songs. I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Was yeah. the that was oh. another one of those bands from that era, though. Um, did you ever get into uh, Rhapsody? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, Rhapsody's probably the first power metal band I liked. I mean, does Man of War count as power metal? Uh, they're power metal adjacent, or they kind of like before power metal. They're like, they somewhere in between hair and power. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Rhapsody's the first power metal band that I liked. I really got into uh, Rhapsody in like two thousand two. I like Rhapsody because they're the kind of power metal band where they're just like like really really fast double bass the entire time. Yeah, and it's just like. All this, it's like, it's symphonic power metal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's always, like, synth sounds and stuff. I like them for the same reason I like Dragonland. Do you like Dragon Force? I love Dragon Force, but that's for different reasons, I think. <laughs> You're just a big fan of Guitar Hero? I love Guitar Hero, and I like I like how cheesy it is. <laughs> and Me I too. It. That was, that was the, the thing I liked most about it, was that it was, like, super corny. It's like, um... How can I put it? Like, it doesn't mind that it's all gimmick. Yeah. It's definitely Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> yeah. It's a Honky Tonk Man. Precisely. <laughs> it, the dude who sings that band sings in Skid Row now, right? Does he? I think so. Wow. And so that's a perfect Weird. opportunity for Sebastian Bach to sing for Dragon Force. They do the switch. That'd be awesome. Or. Chris Jericho sings for Dragon Force, <laughs> and Sebastian Bach sings for Fozzie. <laughs> it's all work. They're going to do a, a, yeah. a Sebastian Bach Fozzie co headlining tour. <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to Mass go to the Palladium for, for that half full show. <laughs> no, that would be at the Palladium. They would try to go to like Manchester with that shit. No, not Man- uh, Mansfield. No way. They would, they, oh, pfft. Sebastian yeah. Bach would. That, that, that show might be at fucking, uh, uh, I almost said Sammy's. What's the place in Hampton Beach? The Hampton Beach Casino Barroom. That no, could be it. The other yeah, one. That... Oh, oh, that, the one that's not on the beach? Yeah, the one that Suffocation played at a couple of years ago. Um, that one i've i've played there <laughs> i've played uh beirut there 
<laughs> I've taken right. I've taken test tube shots there more times than I've seen bands for sure. <laughs> well, I wish you know what I miss test tube shots. Yeah, I mean, next time I'm, next time we end up going to a, we have a barbecue, we need to hire someone to walk around with a tray full of test tube shots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good idea. Yeah, we're just going to start buying bronze for these things. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave that to you. Uh, sorry, I have a migraine. It's the Scotty Pippen migraine episode. Um. <laughs> just, turn, just turn the light off and do it in the dark. Um, I've been holding this for the past, like, 10 minutes i think that's why um anyways yeah <laughs> um so did you watch aew this week last week i did but uh it didn't seem like a very memorable episode it just seemed like a thank you for watching aew kind of week you know what i mean uh rider debuted that was sort of the highlight, yeah. Yeah, that's the only thing. I didn't I watch like it. The week before, we got like Eddie Kingston and Cody in that awesome match, and then this week you got like it was Warhorse. It was still good, but like Ryder was sort of the the highlight. I just found out who Warhorse is. So, who is I'm Warhorse? Si- he's a wrestler from the Indies, oh, okay. but he likes so, but he likes metal. Yeah, yeah. I thought like I thought you were implying that he was like someone else. I was like, really? Yeah, Warhorse War, War is actually it's uh, Santino uh, Marella. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say David Flair working a metal gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> it's sequel pay. Yeah, it's Elias off the gas. Yeah, where is Elias? What happened to him? Oh, he's on a TV show I don't watch. That's true. He could he could be on the show as an I he, just have he, no idea. He could be the champion right now. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who the champions are. It's it's still Strowman and uh Drew. Drew McIntyre. Who's he on right now? Drew McIntyre. I will do it all better. Alcamania is over. Yeah, there we go. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> that was a good, like, just cringe. Yeah, I was like, I can't say that that was good. It wasn't good. No, <laughs> everyone does an Andre though. It's always that. Do 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 to the Andre. Bring your own. Don't sad Come on, it's time to go through the memorial. That's not even close. I don't have an Andre, so I can't even like p- pretend. Yeah, it's. it's tough for you, I don't think you have an Andre either. I just think you have the same. Cadence. I just lead into it. You you just can do that one promo. Yeah, I I just lean into it. it. I know I know it's not good, but I'm just <laughs> doesn't stop me. You know. Oh, it's the best Andre match. Probably something I haven't seen. The best like Andre for real wrestling matches. And like WWE, is that what you mean? No, at all. I guess I've never seen a good Andre the Giant match. That's what I mean. It's probably all before our time, shit. You know, it's true. Probably like the stuff he did in like the seventies. Doing splashes and shit. Yeah, working, working like a a, a, a cruiserweight, doing drop kicks and stuff. But like I never sat down and really got into Andre matches. That was like ten years before I was born, you know. I wonder if they sell like a best of Andre the Giant DVD, but it's all like shit you can't see. Like him working Stan Hansen or some shit. <laughs> That'd be fun. Hansen's like trying to close on him. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Him just throwing monster haymaker clotheslines and I go, no! <laughs> Hanson Mania is over! 
Ultimania <laughs> <Anthemania> is over. <laughs> you don't have an Andre pressure. You can just say over like him. Yeah. Because <laughs> you kind of get, he's kind of French, you know? So you got to like. <laughs> and the haunt at the end? Yeah. Over. That's, that's, that's the secret. <laughs> All right, I think we're I think we're losing our mid card podcast status, and we're we're going into we're falling down the card. <laughs> yeah, we're falling down the card right now. We're the Ken Kennedy of podcasts. Okay, so the first match at WrestleMania is usually pretty good, like the opener at SummerSlam '88. Obviously, it was the Fabulous Joe Brothers versus the British Bulldogs. So it's always like a <laughs> it's a uh, oh. By the way, that morning I, I picked up the cards again, and I yelled out a SummerSlam 88 question to see if you're awake. The answer was no, no I was not. <laughs> yeah, I, I found that out. Yeah, no one, um, I guess Sean, oh yeah, we're having the same, she pulled over three times so Sean could throw up on the way home. Oh yeah. Sick. <laughs> Sean, uh, Sean was definitely uh, going into the woods and heaving. He got dad drunk. He did. The yeah. kind of dad drunk where dad doesn't get drunk like that anymore. That, yeah. That's kind of what happens to me. That's also what happened. I don't get drunk like that anymore either. So I was like, oh boy. <laughs> rough stuff. I mean, listener was in rough shape too, but she she ended up uh, get having, getting it worse than I did because I ended up kind of turning around on the drive home. It's every time we get fucking wasted there with him, it's like a two-hour ride home. I was like, fuck. Yeah. It's like, that's like just long enough to make you want to kill yourself. I, I felt like dying. But did you drive there? Uh, bluted. At least you had that going for you. And, uh... Oh, man. We, we hit traffic on the way home, and I just had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. We actually covered this last week, I think. Yeah. So let's go over it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blue got off the highway going a little bit slower than blow, what, I, blow, blow. What, what I would consider normal. <laughs> Peter Blow so Yeah, he, just a little bit slower than what I would consider normal. We were just getting off the highway. Didn't really bother. I was just like, but there was someone riding us pretty hard, like behind us. And that's and Blue kind of noticed it. And he was just like, all right, guy, take it easy. And I was just like, just drive faster. <laughs> I'm like, that's what he's telling you to do. Just drive faster, man. Like, and then he like kept on driving a little slower. And I was like, I got to take a shit so bad right now. <laughs> and he started driving a little faster to get me home. <laughs> it was pretty hilarious. Like, let's go. Yeah. I was, in, I was in rough shape, though, the entire ride. Like, I couldn't, like, uh, I didn't get a coffee or anything. I just felt bad. I ended up getting one of those in Salem. I was like Gordon Logan. My back sucked that day. Gordon Logan? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have Facebook, yet, so you wouldn't know. Okay. Is he one of the fake accounts that you think is hilarious? Exactly, yeah. Okay. He talks about barbiturates a lot. <laughs> One what of his are, statuses was Ellen is a homosexual. Accurate. <laughs> Not tell me where the false information is. <laughs> it's exactly the point. <laughs> it's just like such a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just it just popped me like I don't know, kind of out of nowhere. It's a tr- it's a factual statement that didn't really need to be said. <laughs> no, it, like it, it goes without saying. It's like yeah, okay. Yeah, we it's, all know that. <laughs> yeah, we're it's it's fine. Yeah, everyone's cool with it. Well, mostly everyone. <laughs> but that's what he's implying. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the whole implication. What After if Ellen? Years, what if Ellen cool wasn't it. gay? <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. I, I don't know why that's so funny. If Ellen wasn't gay, what celebrity would she be married to? Uh, Norm MacDonald. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Like, would it be someone with the exact same haircut, or... That's kind of what I was going for. Like Heidenreich? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This is the greatest fan fiction ever. (laughs) Um, Speaking of fan fiction, is Jim Cornette back? I don't follow Jim Cornette. I don't follow WWE or Jim Cornette anymore. I'm just two things I need to get back into Jim Cornette and impact. And by get back into, I've never successfully gotten into impact. Um, I've talked about it a lot. I watched impact this past week and, uh, they started doing something called wrestle house, which is like a reality based scripted Leg- show. Leg- oh, within- it's scripted. It'd be like, it, yeah, it's like a legend's house. Oh, it's it's heavily scripted. It's like a legend's house, but the current Impact roster that wasn't the people who sold the show that they just did. That sold the show that they just did. The, any buy rate they got was because they announced Gallows and Anderson the day before. Okay. Um, the show had like two or three legit matches and then the rest was just like promos old matches and uh the wrestle house skit oh it's a skit yeah so i'm thinking there's like another show it's like it's it's another show within a show yeah okay no it's fine it's a it's a it's a segment it goes over it's multiple segments though okay that's fine there was like five or six throughout the show there was more wrestle house than matches i can get behind that yeah i mean Look at the in today's climate. Some of the matches were like two moves, hit finish, bell. It's because I got that's because I got Gallows booking. <laughs> got booking the territory, walks away with the title. What a concept. <laughs> I just want the the middle fingers that he had on the side of his tights and I want to put him on all my clothes. <laughs> like I, we need to make t-shirts with just middle finger hands on the shoulders on both arms <laughs> oh man that's that way actually... you never you never cut the sleeves off <laughs> a lot of people would be mad at us mm-hmm. no, they, they'd cut the sleeves off and then they'd wear the the sleeves as face masks um there's got to be something with the one-man gang and the middle fingers, because he's got those skulls on both his arms. <laughs> we we make black t-shirt and uh, jean vest merchandise. We sell it for like $75. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> we'll come to your house and deliver it and give you a mohawk. <laughs> you kind of you kind of get the one-man gag vibe going on me yeah you're you're more you're more akim than than one-man gang because you don't have the mohawk no um okay let's try to do this backwards do you remember who the one-man gang lost his united states title to in wcw Jesus. I was trying to go the other way, but I can't remember who he beat. The one man gang. Yep. I want to say it was 95 or 96. Yeah, what was his name? The one man gang. He was just one man gang. He was just one man Uh, gang. Jesus. Was it Eddie Guerrero? That he lost to? Yeah. No, but you're not far. Conan? Conan. All right, yeah. He lost okay. to Conan. Who did he beat, though? Who was the... Sh- did he- no, that was- Renegade had the TV title. Was it Sting? I don't think it was Sting. I don't think Sting was losing to the one-man gang. It was someone, like, dumb. Who's a shitty, shitty U.S. champion in, like, 94, 95, 96? Well, 94, 95, that was all the New Japan WCW shit that was going on. Okay, so 96. So maybe like uh, 96. Ooh, that was like Eddie Guerrero era. 
to 95. <laughs> I think that's where we're talking, yeah. Jesus. I, I think he beat him beat. on a Saturday night. We must have. I would love to look this up right now, but I'm not going to touch the phone. All right, so the what was the other thing I couldn't remember? <laughs> You're going to listen to Children of Bodom tomorrow. I remember that. All right. So I don't remember who the one-man gang beat for the United States Championship in WCW, and I don't remember someone's name. Oh, yeah. Um, geez, who's, who was the person who's the, 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 court, the quarterback <laughs> from the Giants who yes, filled in for you. Phil Sims. Thank you. That's who, that's who you have to look up. Yes, that was the two He things. had a mustache. Something tells me that that listener is listening right now and, and, scre- and he's yelled it at the... Well, he probably didn't yell because he's not really a yeller. He wouldn't yell at podcasts, I don't think, but he's probably texting me about it. I'll respond to it in a couple hours, a couple days, a month. A <laughs> <laughs> couple days, month. I'll respond to him on next week's pod. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> it's really hard to talk about the what's going on when they the really what's, the what's thing, going on the only thing that's going on sucks yeah <laughs> you know what can you what can you do just yeah. kind of gotta uh, move on I had black raspberry gelato yesterday yeah how was that it was pretty good it wasn't ice it cream, from? but it's pretty good. It's still decadent. It the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pause the KES record to get it. <laughs> but, uh, Believe it or not, they had nothing to do with each other. I, I'm I'm probably jumping the gun a little bit, but I'm I'm kind of spoiling a surprise. But on my other podcast, we're doing. Uh, a G1 inspired tournament. Okay. This sounds like a like draft, but it's okay. It's it's pretty hilarious. It's like a fig G1 basically. So it's a G1 with the with the Godzilla figures. Yes. Okay. <laughs> did um did they stop making those ones? Yeah. Uh, one of the brands, uh, NECA, is done making Godzilla figures, which is too bad because that's the one I collect. So, like, why why are they stopping? Because Playmates has the rights to Godzilla versus Kong uh, merchandise, and so they're, like, overriding all other Godzilla figures in the U.S. for the time. They want to be the only game in town. I need to... Their figures of Godzilla so far have been fucking awful. So how does the G one work? It's like a it's like a point system, right? Yeah, it's a point system, and there are two blocks. It's I pretty like, hilarious. I feel good about the point system. Yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious, uh, and I'm probably spoiling the surprise for if we have any crossover listeners at all. But I don't think we do. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Wait, you don't think the, the 20 people... We're up to 20. I don't know how much crossover there is, though. Our other podcast has, like, international listeners. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> I'm Mr. International Paul Orndorff over here. I am an international Mr. Wonderful right now. It's true. <laughs> they call me Mr. Wonderful. Wonderful, Mr. Wonderful. I'm gonna overlay that at this point. <laughs> Why don't we done this? Ooh, that's a good one. Let's talk about Nitro Party. <laughs> yeah, let's just Nitro Party brainstorm for the rest of this. We never get to do this. So. Uh, we had mentioned the, the new Gallows and Anderson song. <laughs> yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, was, I was thinking we could make it like a doom song. <laughs> Friggin' uh, Cardona and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to use the real names. I'm not good with switching wrestlers' names. 
God, and Myers went full new metal on their on their new themes now too. It's like, oh, oh yeah, fucking they, dorks. It's the same band that uh, Cody's, Cody's yeah, that yeah. awful band that oh, downstate. Yeah, their live performance was terrible. They made the uh, D. They made the DX band at WrestleMania look like <laughs> Cheap Trick Live at Budokan. <laughs> <laughs> That made Motorhead at WrestleMania look like the final scene from Dewey Cox. The America the Beautiful portion, not the DX portion. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot about that. It's also not on the DVD, right? It's not on the network. Oh, network. And uh, they they also played at SummerSlam 98, and they They, were even worse at SummerSlam. They keep Benoit, but they gotta lose the America the Beautiful from the DX band. That's gotta be a bad fucking performance. <laughs> well, remember they used to edit Benoit out of the 24-7 shit? Yeah, I do remember that. So it's not like they can't do it. <laughs> it would have been really cool if Chris Benoit didn't murder his family. Yeah, that would have been awesome. <laughs> All right, do a, a quick draft of things we wish didn't happen in wrestling. <laughs> you go first. Oh, you're giving me Benoit. Okay, it's not. I don't think that's number one. That's what I would take as number one. Okay, he's I'll my take, favorite wrestler. I'll take my number one. Hogan saying the N word could have could have done without that. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. Fucking. What other scandals are there, really? I don't want to say Montreal because that was good for the business. I'll say Owen Hart. Owen Hart's good. Yeah. Really, Owen Hart should be above Hogan saying the N word. I guess. Okay, I guess. I guess Owen Hart falling to his death is worse than Hulk Hogan eating a bunch of sushi and then using slurs. God. Uh, fantastic. Um, I mean, I don't think there's people dying now. Turn to a bummer. Be cool if Brian Pillman was still alive, even though his kid looks kind of like Brian Pillman. That's true. They were talking a lot about that on Talking Shopping Mania. Is that Brian Pillman? No, it's Brian Pillman's son. <laughs> Uh, did Brian Pillman have a theme song that wasn't that weird WWF one? I don't remember. Uh, in WCW, he had the Horseman one. Can we do the Horseman song that I like, but just have the horse hooves in the background the entire time? (laughs) (laughs) Can we? No, let's do all Horseman songs. Including like Ric Flair's and just have the hooves the entire time for all of it. I started playing music early in the morning on my phone. Like I played Hogan's American Maid uh, last Sunday. Just, just, just trying to wake people up to be like, you know, get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> you could have just taken the cassette tape from my car because I had it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have plenty of wrestling tapes in the car if you need them. I have nothing to play a tape on. My car. <laughs> There's a reason I got the tapes in the car. <laughs> you got a tape deck in your car. I got an operational tape deck in my car. Fantastic. I remember yes. those. I, just, I had one of those in college. I just won an auction with WWF <coughs> Music Volumes 3 and 4 on cassette. I also have a copy of ECW's Anarchy Rocks in the car. <laughs> It's just a bunch Lock. of new metal songs and a bad... Oh, it's the one after that. Oh, all right. And it's got that bad cover of Natural Born Killers by that rock band on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one. It's not... I, I only remember it was on a sampler I got at Rocket Records. Cool. Yeah. 
the same place where I stood in line to meet Sebastian Bach and then realized what I was doing and got out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't need this shit. <laughs> I was like 12 or 13 or something. I had a guitar lesson at Daddy's Junkie Music, which I should probably, if they were still a company, I should probably ask for a refund. <laughs> You didn't learn anything. Eh, they probably taught me. They probably taught me enough to do what I do now. I guess. All right. Well, you know, mission accomplished. Yeah, I, I miss Daddy's Junkie music. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I liked having just like an endless supply of used Ibanez RG series guitars. Just walls just and walls of used RG series guitars. It was just fun to have like a place I can go and buy like the strings that I know I get. I just have to get them online now because like it's there's no shops that carry the strings I want anymore. They're too uncommon. Daddy's used to carry them, you know. I don't even know which ones they are. They're I play elixirs, and but I play like the custom white series, so it's like a heavy lower string but like a lighter top string i started playing drop b instead of drop c sharp so i had to move up from my super slinkies yeah so apparently playing nines is too thin for a, a drop tune guitar that low oh definitely i use i use nines in terms of the thin strings but tens in terms of the thick strings that's the, w- that's the easiest way I could describe it. I went up to tens for the uh, for drop B. That's as thick as I'm going. For drop B, drop B. I'm playing tens. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you should probably be playing on elevens. Nope. These things feel like fucking LJN ropes. What? <laughs> 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 It's also amazing what you don't need if you kind of get used to playing super drop tune guitars on nines. Like, you can control anything at that point. Also, I'm not actually playing guitar, and <laughs> it doesn't need to sound like I'm doing much. I definitely like tighter strings, you know? I'm, I'm, I don't like thin, loopy strings. I came to a realization about the way that I make my guitar sound this weekend. You know, like... When bands that play heavy music just like keep going too far and too far with the way that their amp sounds, and then all of a sudden it starts sounding like a like a weird thick industrial guitar, I'm gonna accidentally get there at some point, and I'm not just gonna add, notice the difference. Add a second gain pedal. Just a second. I would be adding a fourth if I was to do it. Okay, there you go. You're already, you're already there, I think. <laughs> yeah, I was honestly because I still have your um your micro amp. So I was actually micro gonna. Amp? Was oh gonna, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna put that in front of the zoom, just to see what happened. If you're getting the zoom, then yeah, do that. Yeah. So the the um the zoom right now on it has. Uh, a noise gate, the the other stuff, but it also has a rat pedal and a tube screamer going through it. Jesus Christ! And, and I'm playing through the gain <laughs> channel on my amps. God, you only need one. I only use one. I know I only need Who's one, better? but I have three. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. You're already there. You're already well past it. You're... There's like there's no reason for me to do it, but that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. Like, if you're worried about that happening, I'm just letting you know that it's already happened. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like Ozzy Mandes. I already did it. I I did it 35 seconds ago. It already <laughs> happened. That's like, a Watchmen cut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna go over a lot of people's heads. I think. <laughs> oh well. Is there anything else we need to cover? Any more draft picks? Any more natural party songs? We kind of just went off on a tangent. I think I, I, think I finally won a, a draft, though. <laughs> yeah, you did win this draft. <laughs> Listener, tell us who had the better draft. 
What's worse, Chris Benoit killing his family and Owen Hart falling to his death, or Hulk Hogan eating a bunch of sushi and using a bunch of racial slurs after banging his friend's wife? And, and Brian Pillman died. And, and Brian Pillman. Uh, you would get some competitive votes, I think. I'm I'm not the most likable person, so. <laughs> Chris Heel Casares. Yeah, I think you would get some votes just on the fact that people would want to vote against me. <laughs> I mean, people tune in to watch the heel lose to see the babyface <laughs> kick the heel's ass. Hell of a hand, podcast brother. I must be a damn good heel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Nitro Party Song, Nitro Party Song, Nitro Party Song. I want to pick a weird one. We should cover Disco Inferno's theme. Disco Fever! (laughs) Disco Fever! (laughs) Okay. Pretty hilarious. Can we also do the, um, the Alex Wright theme song, but I do the, the synth with my mouth? Oh no, can we do an acapella version of the Alex Wright theme song? We could, we could probably do that easily. I don't remember what his theme song was. I can't believe I just got you to do that. <laughs> you can't believe you got me to do that. <laughs> no, I thought for no, I, for no real reason. Remember when we went to do um, the radio show with Zappa, and then so we just ended up stopping and singing rap as crap pretty much from the beginning until the end. <laughs> that was a weird radio show appearance, huh? <laughs> what a weird, what a weird day that was. <laughs> I also sang wow. um, <laughs> the, we we did that <laughs> su- subhumans with freaking Matt too. I was in a singing mood that day. You were. You were a singy boy. I sing a singy boy. Maybe you just wanted to do karaoke and you didn't know it. I just want to do wrestling karaoke. Wrestling karaoke would be a good time. I mean, have a lot of instrumental versions of uh, wrestlers theme songs we could have. <laughs> Heavy metal wrestling karaoke? <laughs> well, just like any wrestling song. Yeah. We could do like, like people could do Brie Mode. <laughs> I played pre mode that morning, by the way, <laughs> before everyone got up. <laughs> also, like waking me up with I, hard... I, I did it basically just to make Brian laugh. <laughs> was he awake? Yeah, Brian was the other person who was awake. <laughs> okay, back to what song? Put put on. Um, you're gonna pay. 